the football preview. Halfback, passes to center, back to wing, back to center, center holds it, holds it, holds it! No, not that football. Aw, the Denver Broncos! Yeah, that's the one. You just don't understand football. News. Good news, everyone. And stats. You need to win. You play to win the game. On the Important Nonsense Podcast. Boy, the Denver Broncos part of that aged so well. I (laughs) mean, could not have worked out better. I am back, your host, Steve Bonham. You can find me everywhere at Nonsense underscore Steve. Coming to you live, the number one podcast in the nation, recorded in a storage locker in Mesa, Arizona. Joined by Mr. Neil Smith. Neil, how you doing? Dear Denver Broncos. (laughs) And then it just looks like somebody spit on the paper. P.S. Also have Mr. Jason Draven at that FF nerd. Jason, how's it going? Hobbling through the day, man, every day. Well, I did listen to that Wednesday show. Uh, good work, both of you. Appreciate you uh, filling in for my calamity. It was very nice of you. It's mench, both of you, menches. Uh, also, I don't know how Luke Wilson became my boy. I, I don't know. Don't take time I didn't off. realize it was such a shot don't, call. Don't take time off. That's how that happened. You're not here. You're well, going to speak for yourself. We here just, I am yeah. just reminding America Luke Wilson still exists. And suddenly, because of that, he's my boy. Yeah, I don't understand. But what all right. About. I'll take that. About. I don't, Jason, can you help me? Why is he confused? Uh, he's yeah, your boy, Blue. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. I'm fine with that. I, I'll, I'll take that. The Wilson to Wilson connection. It mostly Tight just end gives me is the such a dumpster fire. He could be top five. It just mostly gives me the opportunity later that if he doesn't play well, that I can come at you with, how about you? What, what about your mans? How about your mans? But yeah, it just, you know, I'm just setting up jokes for later. God, that hair right, picture, though. I mean, Luke Wilson is going to be a tight end. He'll finish somewhere between tight end five and tight end 50. That's kind of that whole that's yeah, that whole area. And the margin on that is like, what, eight points? It counts. <laughs> like four and a half. Yeah, four and I think, a half. At this yeah, point. Four and a yeah. half. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Sounds about right. <laughs> uh, what a horrible Thursday night game. Uh, I'm so upset. I think we we were fully expecting basically everyone to score and I think the the commentary that summed it up best from Troy Aikman <laughs> in the third quarter was what is Joe Flacco doing? Yeah, that Why does good. he look like he doesn't care? Well, and the good. answer Troy is because he doesn't care. There you go. Maybe he had a concussion. Maybe he was just wandering the I, field and throwing the ball, hoping it landed I've in somebody's watched hands. every Broncos game. He looks like that every game. It does not change. This, the urgent sense of urgency does not change whether they're winning or losing. It's the same. All right. Get the ball. So you're saying Vic Fangio has the concussion. <laughs> saying Vic Fangio doesn't have any other options. And, John, <laughs> and, and I'm, saying, John, I'm saying Drew Locke is on IR. You want to play Bruce Allen? That's up to you. Uh, the guy, unsigned like free agent guy, by the way, for those of you who don't know who that is, which is anybody who doesn't play outside of some sort of dynasty two QB league, <clears throat> because why would you? Steve, I reference everyone back to the flow chart of decision making at the Denver Broncos, which weirdly is a circle instead of actually an organizational flow chart that we yep, posted in the correct. preseason. Um, and this is what happens when you don't have any kind of a plan or direction or competent leadership or ownership because you're owned by a trust and, uh, you paid Joe Flacco a ton of money, and he looked washed before he got there, and then you paid him a ton of money, and now he just doesn't care because they've only won. They won two games. They're going to be bad. There you go. Why he feels so – why he is so unable to throw a catchable ball to Noah Fant is amazing to me. Noah Fant is not catching very well at the moment, but also it's nowhere near the target area. It's it's like on the ground or way behind him. Or... Well, I mean, th- you're assuming the target area isn't his knees. <laughs> That's on you. You know, that is on me. You don't know what he's that thinking. On, that is on me. You're that not in me. that huddle. When, as Noah Fant runs free on two guys, the idea isn't let's hit him in stride. No, 
we'll go low for the bottom third and have him dive for it. Okay. Yeah. You know what? I'm not there. That way. Make yeah. a cut left, and then I'll throw it at your shoelaces. On yeah. three, on three. On three, on three. Yep. The only guy who can do that is Cortland Sutton, because Cortland Sutton is an Amazing. actual just monster. Like, the man could catch a ball thrown anywhere in a two-car garage, just leaping. Just imagine if Cortland yeah. Sutton was Any playing with a below-average quarterback. <laughs> can the Broncos uh, I mean, my God, to... the numbers he'd put up. Could Cortland Sutton just get get himself no see that's that's never really? gonna happen see, that's in the division well it's in the division oh. so get out of here just take that on the arches and jog on no 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 i'm thinking something something more more entertaining than that like put him on put him on the bills and just give them an actual like wide receiver have a real one just watch josh allen just huck just massive bombs to him all day that'd be entertaining i mean yeah I, it would. Anything would be more entertaining than what we had to sit through yesterday. That was rough. Like, it, there was like nine minutes left, and they were trying to run out the clock. Dude, Ugh. they were trying to run out the clock after they went down 21-6 to in the second quarter. We're they, up 6 nothing. Tro- take a knee! Troy Aikman was calling it in the second quarter. He started that, his little gripe train that culminated with, what is Flacco doing? Because he was commenting at length in the second quarter about, why are they not hurrying up? Why are they not changing the play calling? Where's Philip Lindsay? I had a, I also was asking that question. Uh, and then it's just <laughs> Royce Freeman all day. And they can't hit Emmanuel. Flacco can't hit Emmanuel to within five yards of the man. So it's just, under any under, other circumstances, you get benched for what Flacco was doing. And it, some of it's on the coaching. I don't know what they were doing. If Drew Locke was healthy, 100% he would be benched. Yeah, if Drew Lock, he'd be pl- Drew Lock would be starting next week. Yeah, that'd be it. This would be the time. This would be when the change got made that everybody wanted in the preseason. That's why Drew Lock had projections. Now would be the time because that's woeful, and it's crazy after what you did to the Titans. Yeah, like, my it, biggest takeaway from that is how bad are the Chargers? If they could lose to that team, uh, how bad are the Chargers? Uh, well, get shut out. <laughs> get shut out is more accurate. You know, use the real. That, yeah, okay, that, fair. Yeah, But, yeah, it's also at that point they had a lead. That's the thing. The Broncos have had a lead in both of those games, and they're just not built to come from behind ever. But also it was just concerning that they just didn't even look interested once they got down by multiple scores. It was just like, yeah, whatever. Yep. They're like, yep, this is over. Yeah, game's over. That's why I bet all my money on the Chiefs. Oops, shouldn't have said that out loud. To, I just want them to come out of the tunnel. Like, ladies and gentlemen, you're Denver Broncos. We're dangerously close to that happening. Yeah, that'd be yeah. great. But Drew Locke, people, the fans out here want Drew Locke designated from IR to come back, and I don't really see that as feasible. I think you're just stuck. And this is where I, again, refer you to the flowchart of how you can, how do you not get fired for some of these decisions? And oh, yeah, because effectively you're your own boss. Bill O'Brien style. Just have <laughs> just, Emmanuel Sanders run the Wildcat. At least then he'd be fantasy relevant. Uh, it's just crazy that he's like open. Like you saw it in that game. He was open several times and Flacco just cannot get the ball to him. Just can't hit well, him. Well, uh, speaking of guys wide open, shout out to uh, Tyreek Hill for outraging me several times. I mean, you were post-coital at one point oh, in that game. God. And, yeah, just insufferable on social media for a solid 40 minutes. And My favorite part of that, too, and is then it the all... people who come into this going, wait a minute, it's the third quarter. Why does Tyreek Hill have a zero? Hi, let me introduce you to Tyreek Hill. This is who he is. One catch for a 60-yard touchdown is Tyreek Hill. I don't understand what people don't get. Why won't it learn? I don't know, man. I have no it's idea. Horrible. We've been doing this for years, and this is not a new argument. It's actually the argument we do every year. Pretty like, much. I mean, this is pretty much your college thesis. Like that piece it is, you wrote. but like, I mean, it, to be fair, Tyreek Hill still not on pace to be a top 20 wide receiver. So I will yeah, take even, it to this even point. Even with the 60-yard touchdown. Uh, uh, Pat Mahomes was the big story from last night, obviously. Everybody on Twitter collectively cried their eyes out while I laughed and laughed laughed technically that's true but only half of twitter did that the other half instantly got medical degrees 
Yeah, <laughs> also true. Very true. Uh, that was going around a lot. University of Phoenix was very popular last night. Yeah, I didn't know DeVry gave you MDs. I didn't know they were doing that. Now you know. Now you, just you print know. those out. Like, yep. Hi, everybody. It's a new program, DMMDs. Yeah. <laughs> they just send it right to your direct messages. Yep, there you go. Mayo Clinic. Uh, but Mahomes dislocated his knee. Uh, I talked about the fact that ligament damage is what you worry about there. And they did the MRI, came back clean. So, uh, three to four weeks, should be back in a brace. That was their best case scenario. Uh, the mobility will be a question. Uh, it takes about six weeks to fully recover from a dislocated knee. So even when he gets back, he's not going to be the same explosive playmaker we've seen. Uh, how does this affect your Chiefs for the next three games? Oh, everybody's coming down. I mean, they still can't run the ball. Well, and it's Kelsey, Kelsey is going up. Kelsey has no, okay, fine. In the overall, maybe like in the OP, like OP flex rankings, fine, fine. You know what? I'll give you that. I'll give you, you might that. even get touchdowns now. Specific example, I'll, I'll give you that. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not going to be. By the way, McCole Hardman, take that, Jason. What did I tell you on Wednesday? <laughs> what did I tell you about McCole Hardman? Yeah. What, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you asked me which one I wanted. I'm like, McCall Hardman, and I'm going back to the well on it. And you scoffed at me, and I was correct. <laughs> but yeah, I was uh, suggesting that he would be the one that scored. I was not expecting. Yes, thank you, sir. But everybody, everybody's taking a little bit of a downtick here for the next three weeks. Uh, not a huge one necessarily, but Matt Moore, as we know, is no Pat Mahomes. I believe that was his first touchdown pass to Tyreek Hill since 2017. Not specifically to Tyreek Hill. Just, I mean, his first touchdown but pass in since general, 2017. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. Is, yeah, there you go. Matt Moore, seen him for years. Not great. My favorite statistic out of that is that Matt Moore attended the Combine this year as a member of the Dolphins' staff. Yep. That, that is right. just amazing. That sounds about right. He was so far removed from the league, he was fully prepared to be part of their coaching staff and then was offered the backup job. <laughs> uh. But yes, Matt Moore down ticks everybody. I, I think the, the one that hurts the most is obviously Tyree Kill. Right? Yes. Uh, what makes Tyree Kill, like I said, Tyree Kill, is the down-the-field plays. So Matt Moore. You saw what Matt Moore has in that department. It took a giant across-the-field slant to get it going. Like, uh, yeah, right. it's not like, every week. The, the whole reason it worked on that play is because it was a 20-yard throw that he just broke behind the defense. Which, that to be fair, happen. he might do. Yeah, he might right. do might. that, but I'm not yeah. counting on that. It could happen but, again. They talked about it as well. Like when you look at their upcoming schedule, I know they have the Packers this week, the Vikings, and then I forget who's after that, but they have three tough matchups defensively coming up. So it's not like this is going to be a cakewalk. There's going to be a lot of check downs, a lot of volume. I agree to Kelsey, uh, a lot of play out of the backfield, but I think Tyree Kill is the one that th- this hurts the most. The down the field stuff isn't going to be there. And if I'm a defense against them, I'm giving you everything you want over the top. To tee off on like, you. Go ahead. Blitz Try on Try to throw play. it downfield, Matt blitz Moore. You. They can't run the ball, so I'm just going to start blitzing like crazy. Madden style. <laughs> uh, BT dubs. Damian Williams rocking that 2.6. Hashtag I free thought, Darwin. I thought, I thought I had a bad day with Philip Lindsay until I saw that. Shocker. I mean, hey, they, they've been leaning McCoy, on LaShawn McCoy. This point, We've talked about this. Yeah. yeah. Until he gets hurt. McCoy until he gets hurt. And then Thompson. Here he comes. But he was what you two keep saying. We'll see how that works out. We'll see how that works out. (laughs) Do it. Do it. (laughs) I'll take what I can get, all right? Uh, Let's see. Anything else you want to talk about from this game? Because I really don't. I mean, I'm I'm done with this game. This was awful. I mean, I have very few takeaways other than the clear pecking order for the Denver Broncos appears to be the following. Philip Lindsay is the running back. He is your starter, but he they are going to use him as a running back. Royce Freeman is going to be the third down back, the change of pace back, and the pass catcher. I know it's weird, but that's what they're doing, and they've been doing that quietly in the background for a few weeks now. So Royce Freeman, if that's going to be his job, and if he's going to be the guy they go to when they're losing, which I expect them to do, quite a bit. Uh, Royce Freeman moves up rankings. 
if that happens. And Philip, they, 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 I don't know that they flip flop each other yet, but they're getting closer and closer to each other, if that makes sense. So we'll see if that trend continues. Yeah. Freeman uh, was who do you think is the goal night. line guy? I think that's, that's the question. Royce Roy, Freeman. Right. Yeah. Right. I do. Yeah. And so Royce Freeman is rapidly making an argument that he is going to be the RB2 and not Philip Lindsay, and Philip Lindsay is going to get relegated to a flex play. Well, and it's weird because, like, if you look before this week, it's been Lindsay getting all the red zone touches within the five, and then Freeman was further out. I don't understand why they're not giving it to Freeman, who's a bigger back. I don't know. Well, for, Lindsay's really good at, at using his kind of frame to just kind of squirt through an opening and just go in between people. He's proven to be really good at that over his career. So that's why they were giving him the opportunity. But he got stuffed on the two-point conversion, and I felt like that hurt him. And I feel like the Broncos, because they don't do anything particularly well at this point, can't really decide who's going to be who. And they're kind of just playing the hot hand and letting them go against each other. And it's just really frustrating for fantasy purposes if that's going to be what's going to happen. So Royce Freeman's moving too, up. And, yeah. uh, because if you're playing PPR, I think we still have it right. Yeah, um, if you're playing... Philip yeah. Lindsay right around 20, Royce Freeman around 26. That's yeah. kind of how I've had them rated the last couple weeks. And we'll see. And I, I we'll feel see like how that's that, right the rest we'll of the see, way. We'll see how that continues. It might and end up getting flip-flops. half point, they're basically on top of each other. Standard, yep. it flip-flops to put Freeman on top. Yep. Yeah, Freeman I think that touch. makes sense. So, well, we will see how that shakes out, though, because I could see a scenario where if they're going to play like that and look that bad... And play with Royce Freeman like that. At then this point, is sudden, there any uh, pass catcher you can trust other than Cortland Sutton? No. I don't think so, right? No. It's Cortland Sutton, and then it's the two running backs, and those are, at this point, the only usable Denver Broncos for me. There is no one else. Which is really frustrating, because if they could... They have other talented... Yes. Yeah. yeah, they have other talent on that team, and Noah Fant, in theory. Yeah. I have more high ups for him. Point. Well, it's like we have more... I, we have both on this show have more hopes for him in 2020 because rookie tight end is tough but right he's flashed ability he can clearly run he can block pretty well he's still making some bonehead moves out there but they're just not getting him the ball like in a way that i view as like particularly catchable because flacco is just not doing that right now except to anybody but Cortland. that i've put more of that on Cortland, just being able to catch really really well yeah he makes flacco look good yeah yeah all right, uh, let's get into some news. Uh, quarterback tight end. Keep in mind, there's uh, rumors out there. Tyler Eifert might be on the trading block. Uh, you know, this would obviously be good news because getting out of that offense. Uh, if he lands in the right situation, Tyler Eifert, certainly a guy, especially with tight end, and such a dumpster fire. Uh, depending on where that would be, would uh, would be a huge upgrade to any waiver pickup. So is that something just to keep in mind? I mean, uh, is that a guy you want to stash? He's probably usable at this point, especially through the buys. I mean, yeah, yeah, I'd just hold on to him at this point if you already had him. Yeah. And then maybe if I was on the waiver wire and I was desperate for a backup tight end or something, I'd consider picking him up and just wait. And Which see. you likely are. <laughs> probably are, yeah. Yeah. There's, what, six usable tight ends right now? Yeah, I mean, yeah, and, one of, and, and, and it's know. a crazy week, too, because this isn't, as you guys so affectionately put it, the bipocalypse with the the six teams on by. However, the teams on by are the Panthers, Browns, Steelers, and Bucks, who all except the Bucks have a legitimate top-tier running back. So that ruins running back this week, and then they all have usable tight ends, you know, well, except one of them has for the number Ricky 1 wide receiver. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. I mean, it's just it's crazy. Yeah. Yep. No Christian McCaffrey. Rest yeah, up. Exactly. No Godwin. Long way to yeah, go. Yeah, I mean, I mentioned that before, but McCaffrey's outkicked all my projections to this point, so. And we had him number one overall. <laughs> he's right. ahead of that. And we were yeah. like, he's better than number one overall. He's ascended. He's ridiculous. ascended into something else. I, I don't know he, what that I think is. He's, he's RB1 by, I think, 50 points. Yeah. Like, it's not close. It's ridiculous. Like, well, he, his he running would mates have to have miss problems. three or four games for people yeah. to catch up. All of his running mates have had problems, and he's the whole team. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, the person behind uh, him is Godwin. See. Like, that's the next closest, and he's 50 points yeah. behind him in PPR. <laughs> All right. So up in the air, uh, Mitch Trubisky looks like he's probably going to play, but Whoa. it'll come down to the wire. Uh, you're probably not starting him, though, even if he is. Just something to keep in mind. 
I want it. Uh, I would avoid that, yes. Yeah, Darren Waller uh, has a foot injury, so keep it monitored. Something to think about, but I think he'll be all right, especially with how much they lean on him in that offense. And he got that uh, expect $9 million to be without, a year. Yeah. Expect to be without Mariota because he got benched. Uh, expect Also, Rosen benched. Expect to be without Jared Cook, officially ruled out of that game today which surprised me a little bit. I didn't realize he was that hurt. I knew he was on the injury report, but I thought it was just like a veteran thing. Mm-hmm. So I think he's just old. Uh, that could they don't want to use him, so they're putting so him So Jared up. Cook out, out against the Bears. I like how you talked about this on Wednesday, and you still put Will Disley back in there. He's still just crying to hurt yourself it. again. I am still upset about it. About just it to make yourself morning. upset again. Like that's. I'm still ugh. salty. Okay. Steve, you remember, show, you remember the show Hey Arnold? Yeah, the kid. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, the football head. Yep. Yeah, the nerd has a Will Disley shrine, i.e., that weird girl from that show in his closet. I'm convinced of this. There you go. Yeah, I am convinced of this in all ways. That is absolutely a thing. I do not know how your how your wife tolerates that. (laughs) I told you to throw this out. You understand my love. She also (laughs) bows down to the Will Disley shrine. All right, it's a family thing there. Yeah. Okay. Get everybody involved. Exactly. Uh, nerd, First. players to look at this week. Yeah, man. I mean, with, you know, Mahomes potentially being out, I'd even throw another name in here for next week being Sam Darnold. I'm not playing him this week, but if you have already lost Mahomes, I'd, Darnold has a nice schedule coming up. Um, I also like uh, Jacoby Brissett for this week. I know it's probably... Yeah, stick uh, to this week, would you? Jeez. I can't help myself, okay? I'm worried about those people who lost Mahomes. They're all crying, so they need somebody to cover them for a little bit, and that's how it's going to work. <laughs> they are all crying. That is happening. Yeah, there's a lot of tears. That is, that is happening. That's a real thing. But yeah, I like Jacoby. I like Daniel Jones as another option going against the Cardinals. Should be fine. And uh, Ryan Tannehill at a quarterback against the Chargers. <sighs> Just one of the rough ones. Um, tight end, Darren Fells again. Here we go. All right, he's going Fells. Yeah, gone so the other way Atkins this time. is going to score. Yes, you, go yeah, you go Aikens. You go Aikens here. Yeah, I sh- yeah. everybody listen to the opposite. Go with Aikens. He'll be fine. He'll end up in the t- end zone. It'll be great. Top 10 tight end. Book it. Um, Dallas Goddard is another one. He's. I think there will be more focus on Ertz as usual, but Goddard's been getting more passes thrown his way and more targets. I think it's a safe play. Um, Dawson Knox and your boy Luke Wilson for tight end. Yeah, my adopted son, Luke Perfect. Wilson. <clears throat> That's right. Yeah, good. Okay. All right, yeah. moving on to running back. Uh, up Make in sure the air, David Johnson, and he's legitimately up in the air too. Uh, they said game time decision. So I don't know Edmonds. how many times Neil has had to say add Chase Edmonds, but add Chase Edmonds at least one more. Clearly. Knows. Yeah, at least one more is fine. Well, his, no, ownership, uh, his ownership is at 99.9, like David Johnson. <laughs> so keep going. You're almost nope, he's there. at uh, 28.9. <laughs> you people. All right. Todd Get Gurley. Quad up in the air. Uh, if Todd Gurley is playing, he's, you got to start him, right? It's Todd Gurley. I guess. I uh, love the enthusiasm. Have, you likely do not have better options with the buys. I will say that. Fair. Pretty concretely. So if you have Ty- Todd Gurley and he is playing, I have to imagine that he's playing for you. Uh, I will say this, though. Malcolm Brown, doubtful. So uh, Daryl Henderson, that's a must start. If it's Todd Gurley's time. <laughs> it's finally well, <laughs> get, get that Bruce buffer going. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, Alvin Kamara is out as well. Ah! <laughs> Hit the drop. Hit my drop. <laughs> Which one? You have so many. I no, don't know. you know the one, the rage drop. The one, oh my God, why? Mash that Oh, button. the panic button? I got yeah, you. hit that. Yeah. Oh my God, why? Just keep. There you life, go. Life there loves go. to kick you when you're down, you know? <laughs> and then Chris Thompson out as we yeah, expect. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So uh, fill-ins, if you're looking for them, it's 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 rough out there. It's all the handcuffs. <laughs> you have Murray, 
you have Henderson, Chase Edmonds, and I threw this one in there just because I think this game is going to be run-focused. So, Brandon Bolton. Man, you would have to be Whoa. real desperate. Hey. Well, in the staff I league, you. I could actually see it. The 16 <laughs> team with everybody, all the buys this week. I could see that. I could see it. I picked him up and will be playing him. So yeah, congratulations. I, I could absolutely go. see it in a 16 teamer, like what we're playing in where you start all the flexes. Yeah, I could see it. It makes you feel dirty, but yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> I had hope with Jackson and he's still not playing. So I'm just like, oh, come on. Uh, wide receivers, keep in mind, John Brown removed from the injury report and Ramsey will likely play in his Rams debut. He needs to on play Sunday. Well uh, another one, by the way, in that Bills note, Robert Foster, also playing. Uh, don't don't sleep on the Faust. Anybody against the Dolphins <laughs> is always a good play. Uh, hashtag It'll still be fine. <laughs> uh, up in the air, Christian Kirk uh, again, also game time decision. So have a backup plan ready for that one. Uh, Hollywood Brown also up in the air for Sunday. Uh, Josh Gordon, multiple injuries expected to miss the game. Uh, MVS is questionable to play. We will see because they have already ruled out Devontae Adams and Geronimo Allison is doubtful. I really would so, be shocked if Geronimo Allison was able to suit up after what happened to him to that, you know, very, not a long time ago. Yeah, he looked like a crumbled piece of paper. Yeah, that was brutal. Uh, Amari Cooper was removed from the injury list today and is expected to play on Sunday Night Football. But uh, just keep that in mind. Uh, Dee Westbrook uh, dealing have, with a shoulder injury. If you have the other options, you might want to avoid it. But I, I know a lot of people that they don't have other options. That's the majority of people that have Amari Cooper. Well, and he's been so good and it's such a great matchup. That's kind of the it'd other side. It'd be hard not to play. Him. It'd be hard to play something that's like you know, a way lesser play in a worse matchup. So I could see how you could get your hand forced into that. And then Philip Dorsett dealing with the hamstring. So, I mean, look, you've got Gordon probably not playing. You got Dorsett who's hurt. It's at this Edelman point. Edelman was iffy too this week. Yeah, it's Edelman and then Nikhil Harry's back. So <sighs> might be time to light up the rookie. Well, they still have James White there. I mean, he, he's technically a wide Gonna receiver. Going to put him in the right? slot? Yeah, sure. <laughs> there you sure. go. Sure. <laughs> why not? Against the three, Jets, why not? Three Cohen style. <laughs> go for it. Uh, expect to be without Tyrell Williams this week and probably for a little while. They still said he is not close to right. Yeah, uh, Debo Samuels, the groin injury. Uh, I already mentioned Devontae. The turf toe continues to haunt his season. Remember, this is what crushed A.J. Green most of last year. You know, we yeah, brought this a, up initially when it happened, but this is rough. Well, the nerd had it. He, he was telling you three to six weeks, like what, two weeks ago? Yeah, yeah. So you, so I know you had it. Be back is next week. Yeah. Well, so sure. Maybe. I just, I, maybe do, I, I just don't want to give Jason credit. <laughs> That's just rude. We give him so little credit that, frankly, occasionally you gotta you gotta give him you gotta give him a couple when he's right. I guess. And then uh, A.J. Green also out, but close. Could be back as soon as next week. On a different uh, Sterling Shepard dealing with the concussion. Who knows you how long that'll be. You just won't let that go, won't you, will you? You just got to get that in <laughs> and every Harris time. Campbell dealing with the abdominal injury. Uh, players to look at in their place. Man, it's another rough list. But I Tell have me one this list doesn't start with Auden Tate and then have Mohamed Sanu second. Tell I, me that that you did not type that in that order. Did you type that that way just to annoy me? No. I feel like I'm the, crazy, Phil. You I typed that, that that way. way just to frustrate me, didn't you? That's uh, uh, yeah. Okay. The Ramsey news <laughs> broke like as I was doing that portion. And uh, first up on my there. list, John Ross Light. <laughs> <laughs> He's big. Okay, give him a break. Uh, but yeah, John it goes Ross heavy. Tate. Mohamed Sanu, <laughs> right, sorry, my boy, my Alan Lazard here. It's going to be awesome. I'm so pumped. Uh, Cole Beasley, shocker, you play people against Miami. Dante Pettis, kind of nervous on this one, but he keeps getting those red zone looks. And I'm, he has to get catch one of those touchdowns. It's going to happen. I, it has to happen at some point because all of their wide receivers are I don't know. Has to is a strong statement. 
<laughs> has to. I'm saying it again. It has to. At some point, somebody has to catch a touchdown. Uh, statistically, not is... you can say it as much as you want, but. <laughs> and I brought it up earlier with Tannehill, Adam Humphreys, Oyve. <laughs> it's playing the Chargers. Here we go. Um, Darius Slayton again, back earlier, playing the Cardinals and Jacoby Myers. Here we go. Oh, I see. You went the other Patriots. And, you know, Aha. he's getting a lot of red zone looks, so that's not a bad call. Yeah, no, that's I not went bad. sneaky on you. No, that's not bad. I can see him coming. It's down. interesting it's because they're using him like the tight end. Right, right. Well, he's pretty big, so it kind of makes sense. And, right. And they don't right. have a tight end. <laughs> yeah, they don't really have a exactly. tight end. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I like, I like that. that one. I that's like that more one. than Auden Tate. Move on Tate down this list. I like all of it more than Auden Tate. <laughs> Move the real. We got to reorder this list, but yeah, but, Lazard uh, is first. That is how this goes. I can't wait for Lazard to put up a zero. I don't know about. I that. I mean, that yeah. I just. Ugh, I'm gonna bathe in that. <laughs> Shower it's in going, it. It's going to be like uh, ten catches, so he's getting ten points. There's oh, no wow. I want him to get three wow. early targets and drop oh, them Terry. all. Can we make sure and we then never see to, the ball again. Let's add that to the file. I'd like that. Uh, he's going to get 10 catches. Just let's, okay. Because that's your over under. I like it. Bold. Bold. We're going to do trust or bust here in a second. If <laughs> I haven't scrolled down to look at this yet because of how horrible this week has been, frankly, in the background. But uh, if. If Lazard, is on, if Lazard is on that list as a trust, I am, I am driving to Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll, we'll find out in a second here. That's We're getting to find out together. I'm not scrolling. Down. Trust me. Trust. I'm asking you to trust me. Or busts. You make any kind of mistake and boom. Players to start. Is that a face you can trust or what? Trust your instincts. Players that should sit. Go ahead and take a seat. Take a seat right over there. Stop trying to make fetch happen. Helping you set your lineup. Don't make the same mistake I made. To win your week. Gotcha. Can't win, don't try. On the Important Nonsense Podcast. And remember, don't trust anyone over 30! Alrighty, quarterback trusts. Mr. Nerd, take it away. Alright, man. I, we've already talked about him. It's Jacoby Brissett and Ryan Tannehill for the exact same reasons. Here you go. Alright. Brissett. Is going up against a defense that gives up the ninth most points to quarterback at 24.3 points per game. They also give 13th most points to the running back, 27 points per game to the running back. Is that just crazy? So Mac is going to be a pass catcher. It's I'm just worried about Houston at this point. Uh, they also give up fifth most points to wide receiver, and with pretty much Hilton being the only option. He's going to have 42 points because they give up 41.9 points per game. Going to Tannehill, I mean, you know, they're going against my Chargers. I I'm, I hate this. They give up <laughs> 17.4 points per game. The 15th most points to the running back, which actually surprised like me. sounds like he's in mourning. I as am. Give like, me a he break. Sounds like he's, as he's, he's like mourning the loss of a loved one. Can't even I'm get salty. through the can't even get through the read. Well, he's reading this as he looks over at the Will Disley shrine. Yeah. And it's it's yeah. just it's very distracting. It's very emotional. Yeah, it's very, it's very so emotional. Sad. Yeah, it's very emotional. But look, we've talked yeah. about this. This is what you were talking about before. So Jacoby Brissett, I agree. Top ten guy most weeks with the rushing floor. Yes. They use him as a goal line back for crying out loud. So I absolutely agree. Jacoby Brissett sh- should eat in this game. Uh, I'm all in with you on that one as well. I, I agree with that. Not uh, a fan of Tannehill? No, not not even a little bit. Uh, <laughs> mostly because I understand the whole thing about the Chargers defense. Totally get that. I also have seen a large sample size of Ryan Tannehill's work. <laughs> and that would lead me to believe that, say, for three or four weeks in the middle of the 2016 season, Brian Tannehill is not a fantasy option ever. So I'm going to go with that line of thought. But you brought it up earlier. To... Well, here's, here's what I'm going to say real quick. And then we'll, I'll let you rebut on that. <laughs> I, I have Jacoby Brissett as like 
basically the top streaming option this week in my rankings. So if you don't have one of the starters, Jacoby Brissett, top streamer, absolutely love it as a play this week, 100%. Feel like they should they should have quite the productive day if everything goes according. Yeah, I'm highest on Brissett at 11. Yeah, I have him at 14. So he's like one of my top streamer options basically for this week. He's right there. Like I could totally see a scenario where you're going to play Jacoby Brissett if I could. If you had to, I'd be fine with it. You'll be fine. The Tannehill, I have at 28. So in no conceivable oh. universe will I play Ryan Tannehill. I have no idea how even buys that he ended up as a trust for you. So Steve and I are going to go are going to agree to disagree with you. I think he and I are both going to split it with you. One yes, one wow. no. I'll take. Wow, Jacoby I'm Brissett. so high on Tannehill. I've got him at 24. I Woo! love Ryan Tannehill. Loving it. Hey, it works. Fire him up in those two QB leagues. Yep. Yep. As the last quarterback started. Hey, you brought it up though. They made Flacco look good. Not and they made Hodges look good. Are you joking me? The third Hodges, string quarterback. I, I went through this. Hodges didn't look good. Hodges didn't do anything. Yeah, he put he up nothing. Not, he went 15 for 20 for 130 yards, and the only significant yeah. play was the James Conner screen. He made they made James Conner look good. They did that. Yeah, he had, so he had all, what a nine. So you're saying that he's going to throw it to Henry and he's going to take it to the house? I can see that happening. Throw it to Henry. I doubt you it. You mean Walker? It's Delaney Walker? No. Oh, boy. Derrick Henry. I, this, this is going... Oh. You, just, you just went with Connor. I was giving you the See, opposite. You do this Henry. with the last well, names. Well, I, I, to well, determine who you're talking about. I knew, I knew what you meant. I actually was just giving it right back to you because Derrick Henry is not known for his pass-catching ability. Yeah, and I agree. Walker will also probably take one to the house. <laughs> uh, it, I'm just... Right, well, the there's eight points. And then when you subtract it. four interceptions... Yeah, that's they zero. Score seven so points. I'm sorry. I'll give him ten. Well, who are they giving? Well, that's just it. Okay, we have Hayward. Who are they going to throw it to? I mean, who is Hayward going to be covering? Davis or Brown or who? That's a great point. Okay, who is they? Who are they covering? <laughs> AJ Brown, I guess. Yeah, AJ like, Brown. Who's even throwing yeah. it to? Corey Davis. <laughs> like, uh, uh, there's not a whole lot going on there I, I i don't hate the humphreys thing because he'll get the worst coverage so he should just be standing there open and that's my assumption <laughs> against the scarecrow wearing a chargers jersey that they've put on a roomba to move it around i'll take the over on the scarecrow <laughs> well they just paid humphreys a whole lot in the offseason that's right. a fun prop bet we should do that uh Okay, we're right, not going anywhere on. productive with busts, this. Yeah. QB busts. Yeah, this one's probably going to be uh, not liked, and I've been kind of saying it all in start sit, but I'm not liking Lamar Jackson this week. Wanted new start sit guy <laughs> for podcast. All right, hold on. I'm filling out a, a LinkedIn yeah, page yeah, real yeah, quick. Yeah, one, yeah. one second. Let me just send your there. applications to nonsense underscore Steve. <laughs> It'll work out better for you. I just, I don't right, see go this ahead, game going that well. Go ahead, explain to me why you're wrong. Let me hear it. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> they gave up the 13th, Seahawks gave up 13th most points to quarterbacks. So he should have a good game. I agree. He should be fine. But they've played Dalton, Mason Rudolph, Teddy Bridgewater, Kyler Murray, Jared Goff, and Baker Mayfield. Kind of puts Jackson, I would say, in the middle of that group at this point based on the passing attempts that they put up against the Seahawks. Golf, that was a huge golf game. <laughs> and then uh, they had the seven most points uh, running backs. So Ingram's going to have a good day, maybe? But they okay. haven't been able to move I, gotta, I have to stop you. I can't listen to any more of this. It's, it's You're telling rough. me. <laughs> You're telling me the Seahawks have given up the 13th most points to quarterbacks. And then you listed Andy Dalton, Mason Rudolph, Teddy Bridgewater, Kyler Murray, Jared Go Baker Mayfield. These are people having terrible fantasy seasons, and they've given up the 13th most points to them. And that's why he's going to have a bad game? This is easily the best quarterback they've faced all season, and they've already given up almost starter-worthy points. 
I, I'm not trusting it, man. Especially with Brownout. I'm, I'm not, I can't okay. do it. I'm just telling you. I'm, okay, I'm worried about him. I thought not, I was taking been... crazy pills as you were making that, and Steve just did what I was going to do before I could get to it. <laughs> it. Just made the argument back at you in reverse the way that I heard it. So I have Lamar as QB2. So just so we're saying, like, I, I, QB2. He's going to run all over the place. Like, I've got very little concern. For this matchup. And the I, difference between him and those other guys, too, is also the rushing floor. Even those other quarterbacks that you mentioned, none of them are, are, are really running guys except for Murray. Murray? Outside of Kyler Murray. Outside okay. of Kyler Murray, fine, I mean, everybody else fine. is a pocket passer. I, I'm just, I don't buy into that one at all. That's, oof. Ugh. Yeah, no, I, I would have given you this. Dak Prescott with I'd have been, how they've I'd have been played fine. recently. I'd have been fine if you wanted to go to Dak with how bad they've been playing, even though I don't personally. He's at 13 I'd have been fine if you wanted ESPN. to make your Josh like, Allen argument. Oh, he's I'd on been... the outside. I see. Oh, yeah. I see. Well, I'd have been fine if you wanted to make your Josh Allen argument from Wednesday again. Like... He's also too high. <laughs> That's the problem. I have to go within the top 12, guys. So this is my best option, and I'm rolling with it because I think Wilson's actually going to be able to throw the ball decently. All right, well, let's go to running backs. Maybe we'll maybe we'll find more common ground there. Maybe. Hey, guess what? It's one group of running backs in Frank Gore and Devin Singletary <laughs> against okay, I Miami. Agree. I actually agree with all of this, so we should probably just move on. I have <laughs> no, we'll move I on have, from that because that's just no, pretty straightforward. You should absolutely I mean, be Gore, doing that. Yeah, yeah 100%. If you can help at running back, do them both. Yeah, 100%. Okay, we're, we're, we're getting back on track. We're getting back on track here. All right, uh, Bust. Man, and I again, I don't know why they're doing it, but they're force feeding Melvin Gordon. So Austin Eckler is my bust this week. He has been doing great all year, but for some reason, the Chargers are wanting to give it to Gordon. I understand he's a lot more talented, but at this point, you've been running the offense with Eckler. I hate this matchup because Titans are good, giving up the few set ninth fewest points to running backs, and I. Ugh. It just hurts. I I don't know why they're not using him, and I, it makes me so mad. I could just talk about it forever because I, I don't I don't want them to force me to Gordon. Well, You've we don't have there. we don't have forever. And again, he's getting emotional just just talking about. <laughs> he can't even get. He I can't mean, even get. I have twenty one. I get what you're saying. <laughs> that since Melvin came back, they're getting him more involved, and they said they're going to give him even more touches this week. And I hate so. It. As I said, Melvin Gordon, far superior running back to Austin Eckler. I don't think anybody can argue that. No, it's very true. He's the better talent, and they're going to give him more opportunities. And as we talked about in the preseason, Austin Eckler, when he gets the ball, explosive playmaker. And if he ever had the full job, he'd be a top five guy, like we saw at the beginning of the season. The problem is he's never going to get the rushes. He'll get the pass catching. But he's never going to get the rushes. And now the passing hasn't even been there, which doesn't make any sense to me. And I think last week part of the problem was the fact that the checkdowns that had been going to Austin Eckler when Henry was hurt were now going back to Hunter Henry with him healthy back in the lineup. He was also open. Wide open. Hunter Henry was just wide open. Well, I mean, that's but that's what I'm saying. Austin Eckler was filling that role. He was the wide open guy the first four or five weeks of the season. That's fair. Now he's not even on the field. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've got Eckler at 22. <laughs> you just karate chop something? Yes, I'm so mad. I told yeah. you guys. Did you just like karate <laughs> chop a board? Just hiya! <laughs> you were the chosen one! Oh, but yeah, oh, I, got Eckler, I, got, I got Eckler at 22 because of the buys. So you probably are going to have to roll yeah, it back I mean, you're to the into it. just hope that you can get you something out of it. But yeah, I wouldn't be counting on a big number either. And now... We're gonna go ahead and we're gonna go ahead and do the same I, again. It's like Groundhog Day, and now we're gonna do the same thing we've been doing seven weeks in a row. Look, we'll then, cede the floor to you. Uh, we, well, we've no, been wrong then, on this to this point. We so. have been, but then, but then we're gonna do very quickly the the thing I wanted to do on Wednesday. Now that Steve's back, because I want to do, uh, but we'll cede the floor. Yeah, it's Joe Mixon. He has been losing his snap percentages going down. Giovanni Bernard's is increasing. Gio is now at 42% of snaps, mostly because they're playing from behind and throwing it, but I don't see that changing this week. Like, I, I don't like him. I don't understand why. He is talented. I get it. He had a great year. 
but this year he's not even kind of serviceable. Like you've had one one maybe good week of him, and it's just been rough. And Gio right, Neil, go has nine percent of targets. Your, uh... Like right. he has ever seen so, the target share. So all we heard everything you just said, we've heard it now seven times. Regulars of this show know how you feel about Joe Mixon. <laughs> so what what if I were to tell you And chili on spaghetti is an abomination? <laughs> we also have no we Cincinnati. also learned that. We also learned that the Jason Draven is not welcome in, in Cincinnati, city limits. Not welcome. <laughs> but uh <laughs> what would I told you that your beloved host, Steve Bonham, is working on trying to trade for one Mr. Joe Mixon in several in several instances because of the playoff schedule. <clears throat> and he believes that Joe Mixon could actually represent a buy-low opportunity moving forward. What say you to that idea? How? What is he going to do? Like, what are you expecting him to do score? that's going to be so great? <laughs> score? I mean... How? How is he going to score? My, look, my point is, the ball? they're going to be ahead in the game. Like this, I don't, is, I don't understand where this is going. This is the buy low. We've talked about this for a while now. Right now, Joe Mixon has been atrocious. We can all agree on that. Yeah, he should be on your waiver wire. Pick him up. He, he's he's running back thirty two. He's been terrible, and he's still <laughs> in flex range. It does explain how bad running back. It really is very illustrative of how bad right? running back been this year it really does yeah. sum it up in a lot of ways so if is i can pay him? someone running back 32 value to get joe mixon if they're willing to pay me for again if i can pay them what he's done not the name joe mixon or what they initially bought in for i will gladly take joe mixon for down the line because if he pops and he's the top 10 guy we all thought he could be where i don't want to say all me and neil thought he could be, then, I mean, it pays off in the end to buy low on him now. What The worst case scenario is you gave up what? Like MVS for Joe Mixon? And that, that I can understand if it's like your wide receiver five or four. Right, if it's a depth bench player that I don't care about and I'm getting Joe Mixon to make him a depth bench player that's a lottery ticket... I will absolutely do that. If I'm a four and two team looking at the playoffs, five and one, six and zero. Oh, if I'm a team looking towards the postseason, that hey, I can get Joe Mixon on the cheap right now, and I can just let him sit on my bench and wait. I will absolutely do that. If I've been riding with Carlos Hyde, I'm not going to trust that all season. By the time he dumps off, hopefully Joe Mixon is back. Man, and I, I think I could maybe see it if Green is back and healthy and not right. traded. That is like maybe the only way this happens. But right now he's averaging three point four yards per attempt. Like, I I can't get on board with it. I I don't see oh, it. No. He has two hundred fifty rushing yards this year. I brought this up to Neil the other day. It's a fascinating statistic. If you went through. Joe Mixon's entire season last year and just took the six worst games that he played all year, it was a full touchdown better than what he's done through the first six games this year. That's amazing. He's statistically worse than his six worst games last year. So it's hard for me to believe that he can't find some way to turn this around at some point. Well, it's not going to be this week. No, I agree with that. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I'm, I can buy into it if you get him for nothing. But more than my yeah, guesses are going to want like something said, for it because it's I going to be a... Him, if I can get him for dirt, I will gladly take okay. Joe Mixon on my okay. bench. We, we, need to, we need to move on. We need to move on from that topic. Wide receiver but. trusts. Hey, brought him up earlier. Mohamed Sanu. All right. Ramsey's playing. I mean, you know. I got to find my car keys here in case I need to get them. I keep them handy. You got through one. Yeah. Ramsey's playing. Okay. He's going to be mostly on Julio, if I had to guess. I see Sanu getting his targets. He has 27 targets, 23 receptions, and averaging 8.8 yards per catch. Going against the Rams. The Rams, oh my gosh, who are just... 
have been so iffy and hit or miss. Like, and it's Ryan who's been chucking it more than I think he ever has. Like, the dude is throwing it so much because the defense is horrible. I get it, but he's throwing it, and which sucks because I really had a I I bought into uh, Freeman a lot this year, so I'm hurting there, but. The wide receivers are doing great. Mine, I mean, Julio's been kind of in hit or miss, but that's because Sanu and Hooper are just eating it up. So I, I'm, I'm going to play Sanu. I think he's a good pick. And then Christian Kirk, if he is able to go, he's going to be an awesome play against the Giants. I mean, I, I don't understand. 14 catches, 17 targets, 5.6 yards per catch. Like, he, he should be fine. It's against a really Bad defense. Yeah, as long as he doesn't get re-injured while he's out there. Yeah, yeah so that would well, be the only... Again, he's a game-time decision. Yeah, so, so that's we'll a, see. That's a questionable it's a, one. It's a questionable one, but we'll we'll see if, if he's actually going to go out there. I'm a little nervous about the injury, but I, I agree with your general point on if someone could assure me that he was healthy, then yes, it would absolutely be an amazing matchup for him. Yeah, uh, wide receiver busts. These ones are kind of hard just because, man, I, I see them struggling. Terry McLaurin is one. He has been doing fine. He's had decent targets that save him or a touchdown that saves him. But so far, man, the 49ers are just a good defense. They've given up 30.9 points per game against Evans and Godwin, Ross and Boyd, Juju Johnson, OBJ and Landry, Cooks, Woods, and Cup. Like last week's game, that is terrifying. So I, I just can't get yeah, behind yeah. that McLaurin's going to beast up on um, him. My only thought is uh, this may be the rare instance where uh, someone is chasing uh, against the Niners. Like their their offense hasn't been great. But this could be a case where they get up big early. And then they're throwing to Terry. But again, it... If that's the case, I that means that Jimmy G is actually passing it to people who are making plays. I mean, I guess it could be the running backs and George Kittle again, but yeah, I, I'm just struggling to see the wide receivers really going with unless Pettis is catching those balls. Like that, sure. that's I think what changes this whole game. If that's the case, yeah, they could probably be up by thirty. And then I, I mean, again, I'm going with another popular wide receiver in Kenny Galladay. Vikings don't have a great secondary, but at this point, man, Galladay has had 36 targets and only caught 20 of them. He's averaging 8.9 yards per catch, leads the team in targets. But golly, they've given up the 10th fewest points to wide receiver, 30.6 points per game. Like, they've gone against Julio Ridley and Sanu, Devontae Adams and MVS, Hunter Renfro and Tyrell Williams. Alan Robinson. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I still like Galladay's <laughs> that hurt, that talent. I think they're going to throw to him a lot. So I think he'll have the target share at least. And in, in a week depleted by buys, I feel That's like you've got to start both say. of those guys. I'm, I've got them both as starts uh, this week because you're kind of going to get your hand forced, I feel. they're not. I, I agree with your general points. They are less than ideal matchups for sure. And if we were at full strength, I think you could make more of an argument. But right now with the buys happening. I don't know that it's going to be feasible to bench either of those guys, but I would say, yeah, you might be right about them having a slightly lower number, but I think the buys keep them within starter range. I also did want to get this in quickly. Uh, since we've talked about the San Francisco uh, offense, the running back situation that we've talked about a couple of times, Tevin Coleman, since he came back two weeks ago, has taken 12 of the 13 snaps inside the 10 for the Niners. And uh, Matt Breida has still taken two inside the 10 all season. <laughs> so Tevin Coleman, faux show, the guy that you want in the Niners backfield. Yeah, 100%. Not surprising there. Yep. Uh, and then let's quickly go through tight end. Uh, I think we can skip your bust. <laughs> yeah, you don't say now that he's yeah, out. Let's just do tight end real quick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Darren Fells is my tight end trust. He... Has gotten plenty of targets. 
Again, we already mentioned Aikens. Balls. Now, Aikens, Aikens. Yeah, we already mentioned Aikens. Yep. So he's yep, doubling yep. down on the guarantee. All right. Yep. Okay. Prop Here goes. They're, they're All right. To... Uh, there's your prop bet. All right. It's Fells and Aikens. Let's. We've got. He goes very fish in the time. barrel. Jared Cook. I think he's yeah. going to be right on this bus. Yeah, I got that one right. We'll just I chuck that one up. He's guaranteed. I did it yesterday. I think fair enough. Let's. We've got very limited time. Can we do the defenses quickly? Yeah, I'm going to trust the Lions this week. And then I'm not going to trust the Rams. Shocker. You're going to fade the Rams and fade the Chargers? Yeah. It, again, shocker. I'm, Shocking that yeah. you're just going to sob I, about the Chargers some more? Yeah, You've got, you got five minutes. Do you want to get it all out for America? I yeah, mean, I no. agree with the no? Lions as well. I, I, I agree with the with, uh, with I brought up Lions in the preseason. Have, that they're yeah. a strong team, strong defense, good chance to turn it around. Biggest question with them is always the offense. So, I, I, yeah, I don't I'm, have, I'm good with that. That's why I was going with Snark because I don't really have too much in the way of counter anything you wrote there. <laughs> it's fine. It's all good. Like, Lions is a good call this week. Well, I mean, Rams, too. The secondary has been terrible, but now you think just because Ramsey adjusting? Yeah, I mean, I yeah, that's the big point. And they're going to have to huck it. Yeah, it's exactly. Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Atlanta's so going to throw I, it. It's going to be the tough Rams to... non-starter this week too. I'm not. I, I want to give that a week to see if what it's going to look like. I'm a little afraid of it. This it's going to be a boat race. A little, little scary. I feel like that game could end up 50 to 40. I feel like well, I mean, for me too. Up. I think that's that's kind of getting winning? overlooked a lot in that. I have no idea who that... wins, but I think it could be the final score. You know what I mean? I couldn't <laughs> tell you who, who does it, but one or the uh, other. I get that. You know, playing in in the scheme and and learning where he needs to be on the field and all that kind of stuff. But like Ramsey is a man to man guy. He's gonna come in. They're gonna say, okay, shadow Julio. Yeah, and just he's just gonna be all Julio. over Julio all day. Like I, I feel like this is gonna hurt Julio's value a ton. And because of that, I think both Ridley and Sanu have ridiculous value this week. Yeah, and when I saw that he's playing, those are two people that I will most likely be put throwing in my DFS lineup and it, just in my lineups. Sure, it's gonna be crazy. The Rams have been so wonky. I'm not a huge fan of starting them this week. In just in general, though, Ramsey argument aside, I still feel like they're going to be able to move the ball. You know what I mean? Whether it's Ramsey's out there or not, so I'm I don't really want to play the Rams and the Chargers. I also <laughs> I get why you're doing that. <laughs> I get why you're doing horse, that. Okay. Yeah, we don't need to go back through it, but yeah, Wolf. that's. Oh, I'm sad. Can I just try now? <laughs> yeah, we, we can't tell. We can't, we can't tell. I mean, it was, America it came can't through. tell. We get it. <laughs> I've never heard your lip quiver like that when you're just trying to do the reads. Like when they're about the chargers, it suddenly becomes real. It hurts my soul. <laughs> I, 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 I wish I had any kind of help, but I, I'm just so hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so somber. Oh, uh, boy. Wow. Yeah, no kidding. Just. I figure a Chargers fan would be used to it by now. I guess not. Yeah. The injuries are excessive this year and losing to. As opposed to what other year? (laughs) Hey, it wouldn't be that bad except for, you know. Uh oh. I don't like the sound of that. Yes, you do. Don't lie to America, Steve. I heard you laughing. Rude. (laughs) The center hurts. Losing our center hurts. I mean, that's going to be a. That's the one? That. Hold on. Where's my therapy couch? What it was. Psychoanalyze you on Wednesday. He's used to all of the Chargers injuries, but then when you put the Disley injury on top of it, that was the straw that broke the camel's back. He's already grieving, and then it just keeps piling on. Yeah. It's like, why do the injuries just follow me everywhere? There's no hope. Oh, God. Oh, man. I need to see people start coming back. Like, I want our uh, safeties back so bad. I want James back. Like, why can't I not have our solid defense back? Kind of solid defense. <laughs> can't win, don't try. I know. And that's my goal right now. Uh, the Chiefs are going to win that division with no Mahomes for the next four weeks and then him playing in a brace. Yeah. Or the Raiders. The Raiders, the Raiders win the division. Moore's going to beat the Chargers, so he's going to get a fourth week off. It's fine. Yeah, Mahomes. Mahomes is going to be down for the Chiefs, and it won't matter. They'll still win the division. That's that. All right. Well, that's it. Yeah. We're wrapping it, guys. I was we're, trying to I'm find a, uh, a happy note. It in. No, there it. is no happy uh, note. Let's why? just end it. Why? It's with Friday. We can drink. The rest of this week is gone. Why bother? Yeah, you know what? I don't that's see fine. the point. Just, just burn it down. It. Just lean into it. Just, just light the match. So, uh, 
nonsense underscore Steve, at nonsense underscore Neil, at that FF nerd. Thank you, gentlemen. As always, follow us all, catch us all everywhere. And uh, Fantasy Life app, hit up the uh, important nonsense chat. We appreciate it. Get that start sit in there. I've been answering all those as they come in. Hit it up. We're yep, all on it. Coming. Jack's been pretty in impressed. There. Uh, Jeremy's in there. Todd's in there. Everybody. So the, the, the whole crew from the whole nonsense. crew. We, we will help it. you if you have questions or if you have trades. Send them to this. There's a good chance that so you will get them put right it in the main the chat there. Not directly, right. but we'll probably figure out. A, we'll just steal it. <laughs> use it as content. I, just, I mean, that's yeah, exactly what we perfect. Do. We, we still got to have our McRib debate, but that's that's for another show. Well, it's we'll also when I psychoanalyze Jason in Week 17 because that's the, the, when the Chargers are are six and playoff bound, six and ten, and he's just completely <laughs> in a corner sobbing. <laughs> We're going oh, to the man. wild card. Here it comes. I wouldn't put it past how the Charger <laughs> seasons work. I wouldn't put it past it without the Charger seasons still the beginning of the season is concerned. We start slow. Yeah, Here we go. They'll be nine and six, and, roll. and then Phil Winning Rivers will trade. throw a pick that cost them the playoff spot. There it oh, is. Oh, that! Oh boy, salt that wound. So until next week, keep up the nonsense. Have a good week. Life's hard. Wear a helmet. <laughs>